Welcome in to the Prophetic Sermon Broadcast with your host, Minister Alvin Scales. And now, let's join in to today's program. Oh, praise God. Once again, we are here on the Prophetic Sermon Radio Broadcast, and we're glad you're on board. Today's message is God's Chosen People. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 6 through 9 says these words, For thou art a holy people unto the Lord thy God. The Lord thy God hath chosen thee to be a special people unto himself above all people that are upon the face of the earth. The Lord did not set his love upon you, nor choose you because ye were more in number than any people, for ye were the fewest of all people. But because the Lord loved you, and because he would keep the oath which he had sworn unto your fathers, hath the Lord brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondmen from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Know, th know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. We're talking about God's chosen people. People of God, God separated unto himself a group of people that he would use to form his holy nation. This group of people would also open the door to God's salvation and extend it unto the nations of the Gentiles and even unto the whole world. God said that this people, whom he called his chosen people, would be a light unto the Gentiles so that no one who wants to serve the true and living God would be denied his love, his grace, his mercy, and his salvation. God called this group of people the children of Israel, and they are also known as God's chosen people. Because Israel did not always obey the Lord and keep his commandments, however, and because they continued to be a sinful nation who re would, re would repeatedly provoke God to anger and commit idolatry, Israel needed a redeemer even as the nations of the Gentiles also needed to be redeemed. But because of Israel's sins, God said to Israel that he would make them jealous when he would extend his salvation unto the nations of the Gentiles that were not of the household of Israel, and that he would uh, accept all who would come unto him, love him, and keep his commandments. Now, Israel would be the nation that would show the God of Israel to the world. And they would also open the door to God's salvation for all. And God would bring all who would choose to serve him into his holy nation. And who would also choose to do God's will would also become his chosen people. Now, here's how it all came about. In the beginning, when God had formed man from the dust of the ground and made him a living soul, man became an extension of God. God made man for his own pleasure and made for himself an extended family relationship with mankind. 
Now, all that God desires is manifested just as his words are. God made us all to be a people unto himself. But sin corrupted the relationship that man would have with God. Sin did not enter into mankind on its own, but man went to where sin was and invited it in through his disobedience to the words of God. Now, the Bible tells us how sin took over the thoughts and actions of mankind and that God was not pleased with it. In Genesis chapter 6, verses 5 through 7, the word of God says, And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Now, this sinful corruption of mankind really displeased God to his very heart because God did not want this for his creation. He wanted us to serve only him and to love him with our whole heart, mind, and soul. And when we didn't, this made the Lord repent or feel regret that he had made us and given us a part of his own life. Now, God did end up destroying all flesh and starting over with Noah and his sons along with their wives. And through the descendants of Noah came Abraham, the father of us all. Abraham is the patriarch of the children of Israel, the holy nation, which is also God's chosen people. And through Abraham, God said that all of the families of the earth would be blessed as he entered into a covenant with Abraham. Abraham received the blessings and the promises of God because he was obedient to God. He was faithful, and he trusted and believed God in all that God had said. And for these reasons, Abraham was called the friend of God, and he was considered to be righteous because of his faith and not by his works. In Genesis chapter 12, verses 2 and 3, we see the results of God's promises to Abraham as the word of God says, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee, and in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. Now, the promises of Abraham were also upon his seed after him, and his son Isaac became an heir to the promises of God because of the righteousness of Abraham. I'm going somewhere with this people of God. In Genesis chapter 26, verses 3 and 4, God said to Isaac, Sojourn in this land, and I will be with thee, and I will bless thee, for unto thee and unto thy seed I will give all these countries, and I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. 
and I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven, and I will give unto thy seed all these countries, and in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Mm, sounds familiar. So we see that the same promise that God made to Abraham was passed down to Isaac. Now, Isaac had two sons, and the covenant was upon his son Jacob, as his other son Esau had given up so easily his birthright. Jacob inherited the promises that God made to Abraham and unto Isaac. In Genesis chapter 28, verses 10 through 14, the word of God says concerning Jacob, later named Israel, the word says, And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran. And he lighted upon a certain place and tarried there all night because the sun was set. And he took of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows and lay down in that place to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up upon the earth, and the top of it reached to heaven. And behold, the angels of, the, uh, of God ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father and the God of Isaac. The land wherein thou liest, to thee will I give it and to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth, and thou shalt spread abroad to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. As our opening verses tell us, God had chosen this people who were least in numbers and had multiplied them as only God can do. And through Jacob were the children of Israel born. Jacob, the son of Isaac, had 12 sons. And these 12 sons would create and form the 12 tribes of Israel and become the nation of people that God had chosen for himself. As the children of Israel were multiplied, God was with them every step of the way through all of their trials, tribulations, and hardships and had delivered them out of the hands of their enemies. Because of the bondage that came upon Israel when they were in Egypt, God called his servant Moses, who was the son of Levi, one of the sons of Jacob, later named Israel. And Moses was called to deliver Israel out of their slavery in Egypt. In Exodus chapter 3 and 7, as God spoke to Moses, the word of God says, And the Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people which are in Egypt and have heard their cry by reason of their taskmasters, for I know their sorrows. And in Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 7, Moses said, For what nation is there so great who hath God so nigh unto them as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for? God had chosen this people Israel to love him and to serve him with all of their hearts, mind, minds, and souls. 
but they were not always in one accord with God and were not always obedient to him. They had engaged in idolatry and had served the gods of the other nations. But God still loved them even when he had to punish them for their sins. Just like God still loves you and I as well, even when he has to punish us for our sins. But thank God that there is nothing that can separate us from the love of God. God was even gracious to the nations of the Gentiles and has included us to be adopted into his holy nation when we didn't deserve to be granted any access at all. See, the Gentile nations did not serve the God of Israel, but made unto themselves idols of gold, silver, stone, and wood to be their gods. The Gentiles worshiped these idols rather than worshiping and acknowledging the true and living God of Israel. Through the nation of Israel, the Gentiles came to know about the God of Israel, who is the God of all the earth. For God showed the Gentiles who he was by his mighty acts, by his great power, by his remarkable deeds, and by his outstretched arm that he used to help Israel defeat their enemies. The nations of the Gentiles saw the mighty hand of God, and many had to suffer great consequences when they came against Israel. But God has extended his mercy and his grace to all nations of the world and has restored all things unto himself through Christ Jesus because God so loved the world. God has opened his door to all of us so that whosoever that will submit to his will can have a place with him in his holy nation. Our entrance is in his son, Jesus Christ. Through Jesus the Christ, we can be reconciled unto God and therefore become one with God's chosen people. And in fact, Jesus himself has to choose us. The word of God says in the book of John, Jesus said, ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you. Oh, thank God. In Deuteronomy chapter 29, verses 13 through 15, as God said to Israel, the word of God says this, that he may establish thee today for a people unto himself and that he may be unto thee a God, as he hath said unto thee, and as he hath sworn unto thy fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Neither with you only do I make this covenant and this oath, but with him that standeth here with us this day before the Lord our God, and also with him that is not here with us this day. We are the ones that were not there with them that day that God made this covenant with his chosen people. But we too can receive of his blessings and his promises when we are in Christ Jesus. Jesus created for us a door that we all may be the children of God and enter into his holy nation when we accept Christ the Lord. 
in Hebrews chapter 8, verses 10 through 11, the word of God tells us, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their mind and write them in their hearts, and I will be to them a God, and they shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord. For all shall know me from the least to the greatest. We all have the restoration of Jesus Christ to make us God's chosen people. And if we believe and follow Christ, then we can also be with God for eternity. We must receive Christ to enter into the presence of God. No man cometh unto the Father but by Jesus the Christ, who is also of the household of Israel. In John chapter 1, verses 12 and 13, the word of God says, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Jesus opened the door for all to become God's chosen people when he made the ultimate sacrifice for our sins. Remember, it was our sins and idolatry that had separated us from God in the first place. But through Jesus, we have been redeemed, purchased, and adopted into the holy nation. The price was paid, and this price has torn down the barriers that once separated the Jews from the Gentiles, the enslaved from the free, and the males from the females, so that uh, we all have the same chance to come unto the true and living God and to be with him and be his chosen people, therefore making you and I the seeds of Abraham and heirs to the promises that God made to Abraham. In Galatians chapter 3, verses 26 through 29, the word of God says these words, For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Christ Jesus. And if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seeds and heirs according to the promise. In Jesus, we are all the same, God's chosen people, and God is our God because we have activated and formed a relationship with him when we accepted Christ Jesus into our lives. Through Christ, we have been reconciled to God. Without Christ, we are still the enemies of God and distant from him. Second. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 18 and 19 says, And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us unto himself by Christ Jesus, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their transgressions, of their trespasses unto them and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. 
in Christ we are saved and reconciled unto God because of the will of God to reconcile us unto himself, therefore destroying the works of the devil that made us enemies and transgressors against God. In 2 Timothy 1 and 9, the word of God says, Who have saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our words, uh, our, our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was in Christ Jesus before the world began. See, God had already wanted mankind to be reconciled unto himself before the world began because he already knew that we would fall to sin and destroy our lives. All we had to do was to be obedient to God's word, and that is still true even today. Through obedience, we would not have fallen short and unworthy of God's goodness to you and I. But Christ was in his plans for redemption, and that's what makes our mighty God such a good God, that he would give us, the nations of the Gentiles, another chance to be his children by giving his only begotten son to die for the sins of the world. That is the love of God. Jesus said in chapter, uh, John chapter 10 and verse 16, and other sheep I have, which are not of this fold. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. People of God, we serve a mighty God. And because of what Jesus did to open the door to God's holy nation and to God's chosen people, as a result, we have the same right to be called God's chosen people, even as the children of Israel. We, too, are heirs to the promises that God made to Abraham. We, too, have the same right to be called the children of God. We have the same right to make the God of Israel our God. We have the same right to be considered one and the same with Israel. Because of Christ, we too are God's chosen people, and we have the same right to reside in the holy nation. And with that, I want to thank you so much for listening to this radio broadcast, and may God bless the rest of your day.
The Prophetic Sermon Broadcast is sponsored by The Service Club for all your interior cleaning and painting needs. Call The Service Club at 513-406-8201, 513-406-8201, and ask for Alvin Scales. The Service Club is fully insured. The Service Club, a clean job from start to finish. You've 
been listening to the Prophetic Sermon Broadcast with Minister Alvin Scales. To correspond or to support this broadcast, you can write to the Prophetic Sermon Ministries, Post Office Box 14895, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45250, or call Minister Scales at 513-406-8201. That's 513-406-8201. And tune in next week at this same time for the Prophetic Sermon Broadcast on 1320 AM WCVG, the voice of Cincinnati.